Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. We are the three men we've it's Sunday. Got a great slate of games to talk about today. Ignore the World Cup. No one cares about soccer except Jim. It's a dumb sport. The U.S. is out. <laughs> Ignore it. Who cares about soccer? It's college basketball day here at the Weave, here at the Field of 68, here at Bet Rivers. Yes, let's go. Hey, yesterday, Furman SFA, our Field of 68 guys covered the game. What a game they saw. Fantastic. Couldn't ask for a better finish there. Absolutely awesome. Glad Furman pulled it out at the end. Matt, your takeaways from yesterday. How you doing, buddy? Uh, just a quick, uh, it's a superstition note, I would say, Mr. McKeon. I was off to an 0-5 start yesterday. And sometimes you yes. need to kind of shake up the juju. The The gambling gods are real. They are ruthless. They are merciless. But they can be forgiving if you obey them. I did a very simple shave, took care of the facial hair, had a nice little rally to end mm-hmm. the day. So just mm-hmm. as a general lesson, never disrespect the gambling gods. They are very real. Superstition is an actual thing in this business, Jimbo. Matt, how much are you crediting your arch rival heels for for turning the juju Woo! with your OT best bet cover? Little late, little late rally, little overtime execution, things we didn't see. Kai, things you didn't see from the heels at PK85. You saw poor execution. Yeah, a little bit of execution down the stretch ring. It's a very good Ohio State team. Yeah, how about them? Pretty, pretty impressed. impressed. Kai, my takeaway is that I love Tyler Perry. He continues to be my the, favorite player in college basketball. The director. Basketball. The director. The, House of Brain. Yes. Uh, the director's fine. I'm more, uh, more a North Texas Tyler Perry guy. Uh, I think they ended the game on like an 18 to two run against UMass. That was great. Uh, I love that bet yesterday. And UTEP didn't go to overtime. Yes. The Good best job. bet under survived Kai. It was, it was, it was a big relief after some of the experiences with them, the harrowing mm-hmm. experiences earlier in the year, but I'm happy. It went, well, hey, well you know what I'm talking about? Mizzou, M-I-Z baby. First game of the day yesterday. 
a doozy. The Tigers won on a buzzer beater against UCF. Was that a good win, Jeff Goodman? I'm waiting to hear. No, it doesn't count because they played a couple soft games. Yeah. 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 Also, Kansas is really good. I mean, they blew the doors off Indiana. Yeah, it's a good team. It's a good team. Makes me feel just a little bit better about that loss. Not really, but just a little bit. I agree. All right, let's get into today's slate. It is pretty good, actually, for a Sunday. We're going to start with Auburn at USC. Matt, it's Auburn's first true road game, man. It's long travel. We know USC's home court's not much, but, man, Auburn's results, they don't inspire confidence. They are sitting at plus one and a half right now at Bet Rivers. What do you think? I love the fight on fighting Trojans here, Mr. McKean. In fact, I love it so much it's my best bet. Just do not think wow. this line should be basically a coin flip. I think USC is objectively like as good, if not better than Auburn. Um, just the way Auburn's playing recently. I know they protect the rim at a high level. I know that USC typically needs to score inside to have success uh, offensively, but I think USC's defense is actually the difference here. I think that's the key part of the ball. Um, we've seen some multi looks from Enfield on defense, some zone, a little bit of pressure. I think that can disrupt uh, the Auburn guards gym, which we know are very erratic and could be down one of their key cogs today. They were, and they were down Katie Johnson last game for slap on the wrist discipline type <laughs> stuff. Apparently he's supposed to be back, but yeah, Wendell green rolled his ankle fairly badly last game. He's a game time decision today. It, Matt, it, it's weird because like I sometimes dig Auburn because of Wendell green's shot selection, but I do think they need him. Uh, if it's, if it's yeah. too much Zep, Zep Jasper and Katie Johnson, like that's not ideal. And Kyle, we, we don't love Auburn as much on the road. They are a phenomenal home team. But uh, going all the way across the country right before Christmas to USC, I think mm-hmm. there's a little bit of potential sleepiness to that uh, to that Tigers team. I'm with Matt. I, I really like USC. It's not my best bet, but I'm with him. Yep. Uh, I, I think he's got the right side. Auburn is staying out there. I think they have Washington after this game. So it's not just a one-stop shot, which usually we like to target a little bit. Um, but, man, Auburn's results, Northwestern by one, slew by five, lost to Memphis close games with some bad teams. And like I said, this is their first road game. That's kind of a big deal. It's mid to late December here. Um, They're going to be tested. USC, I'm kind of worried about scoring. They're not a good shooting team. And Auburn's kind of a wall inside, especially with Broom in the middle there. Their defense has actually been quite legit, even though their offense has struggled a bit. I don't know. The, the, the performance I've seen from Auburn doesn't warrant them being favored at USC. So I lean towards your guys' bets here. Matt's best bet, Jim's lean. Go Tigers. Next game. <laughs> Slipping in Mizzou. Was that a Mizzou go Tigers? You're right. Go Trojans. That's on me. It's Sunday. <laughs> a little tired. Right on. The Patino Bowl is our next game. Iona at New Mexico. Woo. This is actually a pretty good game. Uh, Jim, the crowd at the pit. We'll see. I, I feel like it should be a good crowd, but I don't know their student schedule. Uh, if they're on campus, it should be rocking for this game. I know the Patino uh, father-son combo are both very up for this game. What do you think? Yeah, they've been doing a lot of media, both sides. Richard Mm -hmm. and Rick have been kind of talking up this game, and I love that. Like, they're kind of leaning all the way into father versus son. Like, let's play the storyline up. It's been a good time with that. Kai, we saw Big Rick tweet that there was uh, some travel snafus for Iona. I think that's a problem. Uh, They got to Dallas at, like, 2 in the morning and then had a connecting flight and had to get over to New Mexico. I think you combine that with the home court and with the way New Mexico has kind of ascended this year. They've been fantastic. I'm going with Maddie. Best bet here. New Mexico minus two and a half. We're both uh, early in the slate, early in the outline here, getting our best bets in. I think that travel is really tough for Iona. They've played a couple tough games in a row, had some big late bursts. They had the, the late burst against 
uh, who, I don't remember who the last one was, but but before the the Princeton game was like somehow Saint they Bonnie. survived and won the yeah. one. Saint Bonnie, that's the mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and now they go cross country pre Christmas. I I think we get a little bit of a sleepy yep. Gale squad. Uh, give me give me Richard Patino. The son conquers the father. Matthew, I agree. I lean that way as well. Um, I, the somehow the loss of Quinn Stelzinski, who I saw. Uh, Rick was basically alluding to the fact that he's going to be out, but then Richard came in and was like, okay, translation, he's playing. So, like, is there a chance he plays today? Because I kind of think he matters. Probably. I think it's going to catch up to him. I feel like he's going to make a debut appearance as well, like a Bill Murray and uh, Space Sham. Um, but if he's out, I do like New Mexico. I think his absence will be pretty key in this match. I mean, New Mexico's got some legit inside-out balance this year. Like, last year it was all guard play, score, score, score. Now they actually have some muscle up front with you, Desi. I think that's kind of a big... Uh, a neutralizer to the Nelly Jr. Joseph and Osborne Shima twofer up front for the Gales. Yeah, uh, I already saw Rick Pitino put an excuse out there on Twitter. You guys saw it too. The travel issues they've been having. Uh, Iona's flight was a lot, uh, very messed up. Uh, the, the Getting to New Mexico was very difficult for them. Of course, he put that out there in the airwaves just in case they lose this game so you can have a little yeah. fallback. Now, he he played it off like, oh, but the players haven't complained at all. They're ready. They're locked in. Just a, just an old man excuse there. Uh, I love Rick Pitino, uh, but I do think New Mexico is the better team. Uh, they should be highly motivated. I love their talent. I think they get it done here. Uh, I'm also leaning towards the Lobos in this game. Good luck, Jim, on your best bet. Thank you, sir. Washington State plays Baylor in a very interesting uh, semi-neutral, semi-home game for Baylor. Excuse me. It's at it's in Dallas. It is at the Mavericks place, Matthew. The spread is 10 and a half, which seems a little bit big, but boy, how good do those uh, wins over UCLA and Gonzaga look right now for Baylor? Still a very tough team. Uh, do we know the status on game guards? time decision? Playing game time decision. I, th- I thought Rothstein tweeted yesterday that Flagler and Cryer are available. I, I thought you were talking about Jay Mullins. Game time yeah. decision for him. Right. Sorry. There's a yeah. huge question mark. That's why I'm not betting this game. Uh, I think Mullins is enormous for Washington State, and obviously Cryer and Flagler are, are massive for uh, for Baylor. So um, I haven't gotten like a clear indication as to how effective or how healthy they are, or how much they're going to play, and I just it's just a lot of uncertainty. So unless you have like a beat on both those things, um, like I think collectively they're both worth three points each to like either side. That's how important Mullins is to that kind of depleted perimeter, and that's how good those dudes are for Baylor. Jim. Yeah, well, I think the Baylor dudes are in. Like that's official. So if Mullins is out, I think I think Baylor is worth betting. I, yeah. I think he is a big deal with perimeter pop. They don't have a ton of it without him. Matt, we talked a little bit about your boy Justin Powell. How I think he's kind of overmatched against power competition. He plays his, too timid. He's too timid. His stats. I think are he's really good enough. He just doesn't like trust his competition. It's not very good. Know. It seems like oh, athleticism really. Himself. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is, but. Uh, it, it, he hasn't really lived up to the hype against power competition. I and Kai, I hope that the like 10 or 12 days off that Baylor has had will get those guys healthier. They'll be a little more locked in. And we saw what happened with Gonzaga when they had some time off. I think a well-coached team kind of like readjusting itself yes, is yes. good. And I think Baylor will benefit from that as well today, kind of figuring out the defensive woes that we've seen a little bit so far. So I, I lean towards Baylor. If, if Mullins is out, I will be betting mm. Baylor. Yeah, Wazoo, man, zero good wins. In fact, they've beaten nobody in the top 200 on Kempom right now. Not great for Kyle Smith. They've had injuries issues, but kind of hard to have an excuse there. Loss of Prairie View. Uh, Baylor's going to force turnovers. I think they're the much better team uh, right now. I I lean towards Baylor as well on a gut. Now, the number, it does seem high, but I think it's probably warranted in the situation. So I lean the Bears as well. Next game, Notre Dame and Georgia. This one's in Atlanta, Jim. 
Great quotes from Mike White and the dogs. They're locked in for this game, apparently. Had great practices. They're fully healthy after having three, four guys out against Georgia Tech the previous game. Who do you like in this one? I think that's the key, Kai. You get an actually healthy Georgia team that we pretty much haven't seen. They've had like five to six guys that have been in and out of the lineup, whether it's Moncrief, Lindsey, Okendo, Roberts. Every one of those guys has missed a game or two. Now they seem like they're kind of set up for this one. And Matt, we we thought that Mike White would be a pretty good floor raiser for Georgia. Like mm-hmm. maybe he's not going to make the tournament with them or anything, but I think they'll be a lot better than they were last year. And Notre Dame's been really bad this year. They they don't have size, athleticism. They really lack any sort of fight in the paint. Georgia's actually been pretty solid when healthy inside. I think they kind of dominate the paint here. I, I lean towards Georgia despite the the uh, money that Notre Dame has taken. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm not scared of the money. I'm kind of with you. I'm like me looking to add Georgia here at plus three. I, I don't know. I like Notre Dame Kai. I officially recognize that they're just not that good. Um, This feels like a game where if I play Georgia though, it's the game Notre Dame like goes 15 of 30 from three. And I regret adjusting my rating at the wrong time. I, however, I'm still convinced Notre Dame's not that great. And I think Georgia is going to be a buy low here shortly. I'm, yeah. I Do I love Mike White? I don't love Mike White. I like Mike White. And I think they've underachieved so far. And I think there's some real upside indications with that team. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame's been terrible, and they have not played on the road this season. This this one is semi-away, but it's in Atlanta. Georgia's pretty familiar with this. Um, they should have most most fans here. I don't know how good Georgia basketball's fan base is, but it should be better than Notre Dame's tonight or today. Um, and I think Georgia's the more physical team. They're the more athletic team, and I think they can kind of beat up the Irish a little bit here, no pun intended. Um, three's too many. I, I lean towards the dogs here. Go dogs. Georgia money line in the chat. Yeah, sure. Why not? I think they can win yeah, this game. I, I really don't understand the money for Notre Dame. So I'm, I'm not scared of that as well for the three and a half, by the way, at bet rivers. I would yeah, take that out. I looks. supported Notre Dame against Marquette and looked like an absolute clown yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they just, they're just not very good. If you have athletes and Georgia has athletes. So they do Terry Roberts, man guy can play. Hey, yep. chat mob part one. Is someone my czar? I got you. Kai. Jimbo. I got you. Hey, fantastic. Jim. Uh, we've got a couple games in a half hour. First one, Matthew, I'll kick to you. Harvard versus Howard. This felt high to me. Double digits for a Howard team that's healthier. Am I crazy for liking the Bison? No, I agree. It's too high. Like, I don't trust Harvard as a large favor. The team's had their inconsistencies this year. So, yeah, especially when you have uh, Mr. Hawkins back in the mix. I like Howard here. Yep, they seem kind of ascending. It, it, those guys were never hurt. They just seemed like, I think they were just benched. Like, they warmed yeah. up all the time but didn't play. So now that they're back in, seems like that's kind of corrected. Uh, Kai, the other 11 a.m. game, 11 Central, is Canisius Penn State. Do you have anything on that one for us? I sure don't, Jim. 19 <laughs> points, though, feels like a lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Penn State has to make a lot of threes to cover big spreads. Mm-hmm. And they did early they in the year. They covered a bunch of big spreads. But yeah, I don't know. That's, it's dicey that that happens again. Uh, Matthew, our Horizon team here in Chicago, UIC, actually NVC now. Forgot they changed leagues. That's right. Uh, they're hosting Northeastern. Uh, Northeastern's taking a little bit of money down to three, two and a half uh, at Bet Rivers. What do you think on this one? Uh, they took my money, Jim. I'm on the Huskies uh, down to two and a half. I would, I can't take it at that price. I think you got to get three. Um, a little bit worried, obviously, when you're backing a young Huskies team, right? Like they haven't been the most consistent this season. And UIC has been a little bit better, actually, as of late, but they have major roster question marks. I think Jace Anderson was out last game uh griffin yaklich it's always a concern when you're you're uh was it not grandson son what nephew son. 
Sun, Sun. is like, okay, Sun, thank you. Yeah. Uh, is playing 30 minutes a game when he like basically wasn't playing at all to start the year. So I think Northeastern gets it done today. Yeah. Oh, Kai, speaking of yeah. Kai, this is this is a tangent. Uh, but speaking of Suns playing, I know you dislike Brandon Martin for South Carolina. I do. No offense. Or uh, for UMass. Uh, the yeah. UMass fans were not pleased. I, I I saw somebody say like everyone sees it but Frank, and he was he was bad against North Texas. So I enjoyed that. That's a weird situation, but won't go into it. Friend of the program, whatever. Yep. Uh Kai, Southern Miss, our absolute golden eagle juggernauts are hosting I love them. uh McNeese today. Yeah. I think you gotta roll Southern Miss, right? If you're gonna do a side, I would roll Southern Miss, but 14 and a half. I actually stayed away. I don't know why I'm staying away. I should probably keep riding this Eagle train, but I did. Stayed away. Yeah. McNeese is off a huge rivalry against Louisiana. Yep. I think there's definitely a chance for letdown against an awesome Southern Miss team. Uh, Matthew from Sold Out Boutique. That's a new name in the chat. I was excited to see that. Uh, oh, NCA and T and Norfolk State. This is like the uh, the HBCU event out in Las back Vegas. Yep. Neutral site. Uh, any any take for you here? You got to lean Norfolk just on the spot with NC and uh, playing the later game and the overtime game yesterday. Um, yeah, that was a physical. I watched a little bit of that. It was physical. So I, I actually lean Norfolk. Man, pretty good team. I can't believe they just put Hampton completely to the woodshed. I mean, I know Hampton has been a little brittle oh, this I year, can't. but like, like, okay, yeah, maybe that's probably surprised what I by that. Hampton's terrible. Rivalry game and a neutral. I mean, they just buried them. I mean, ah, so annoying. Anyway, I would Norfolk's lean really Norfolk. Norfolk's really good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Kai from Matt Balte, Bobby Moe and Mount St. Mary's. I honestly, I don't know what to do with this because Mount St. Mary's has massive injury questions mm-hmm. with Jalen Benjamin and Dakota Lefu, arguably their two best players. Missed last game. They scored like 50 points, somehow won. But mm-hmm. I, I, can you do anything with this unless you know their status? I think you have to know their status. If they're out, Robert Morris plus three and a half uh, is a good bet, in my opinion. They're not a helpless team. Uh, we saw that this year in Horizon play already. So yeah, I'd lean towards... The Bobby Moes. Yeah, I definitely check their status. Benjamin, mm-hmm. especially like their whole Benjamin's offense is, the key. Yep. Let's run pick and rolls with Jalen Benjamin, uh, a down transfer. He's fantastic. Yeah. Matthew, there is a pennant to your left. The Mississippi State Delta Devil, Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. Valley State. They're at TCU today. They're catching 32 and a half. Is that too many for your Delta Devils? Yes, it is. You know why? Because they just got the X Factor. What's his name? I'm already blanking on his name. Raekwon Brown, back-to-back games, full-time starter. It's been like a massive impact guy for them. Tulsa stinks, so I guess I can't be that impressed with that last game. Um, but he's good. It's kind of like that uh, the Carpenter debut from the clouds last year. It's like, oh, they got this random player who's like really good out of nowhere. Sort of the same thing. It's just too many points. And as a dog, they've been a lot smarter this year, slowing things down, whereas in the past they've been like sprinting up and down, and that's terrible for a big dog. Now they're playing really short, slow games. Uh, Kai, last one before we get back to the outline. High Point, UNC Wilmington. I was really impressed with High Point. I watched them against Queens. I actually covered with Queens, but I still thought High Point was rather impressive. Mm-hmm. They're wildly athletic for a big yeah. South team. Yeah. Uh, any lean for you here? They're really good. They beat Furman this year. Uh, Wilmington is like touched by the gambling gods. So obviously caution whenever you fade this team, but I think seven and a half is way too many points. I like High Point. I think that's that's probably the right the right lean. Uh, that's it for first chat mob section. I will continue collecting questions for the second section. Back to the outline. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Let's do it. Let's do Stanford and Texas. This one's also in Dallas. Matthew, it's, it's uh, Texas's second game since the Chris Beard incident. They were awful in game one. They snuck by Rice in overtime as a 24-point favorite. The game opened 28, by the way. Is the hangover still there for Texas? Do you believe in Stanford enough to take them as a double-digit dog? No, I was looking to fade Texas in this spot. I do think there's going to be some regression with the whole beard thing. Um, I know Rice is playing well and played near perfect basketball in that game, but still, they were in overtime as a 28-point favorite. So now they're laying 11 to a a fairly talented Stanford team. I think it's too many, but Jim don't trust Stanford plain and simple. So it was just annoyed that Stanford is the team slotted against Texas. Today. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust Stanford that much, but as an underdog, I like them more than covering yeah, 25 fair. and a half. I know they did that against green Bay. They were able to cover, but this is more the situation spot where I, I think they're at least decent. It is semi away Kai right down in Texas. And, yeah, and maybe yep. there's pro uh, longhorns crowd there. But I was not impressed with the horns against Rice. They seem distracted. And I think the X and O stuff with Rodney Terry is going to be a lot worse than it was under Beard. I would lean towards Stanford here. I, I was surprised that this is double digits. Yeah, they're not great, but they're no slouch, right? I think double digits is a is a lot. Um, now, it's going to be really hard for Stanford to score. Like, really hard. They're not good offensively, and Texas is nails in the middle. Um, they can harass the Stanford guards who are very shaky with the ball. Um, the talent edge is huge in this game, in my opinion, but I don't really, I don't really want to back either team. I'm not backing Texas with the beard situation. I don't feel like backing Stanford really at all. Um, I would lean towards the tree, but staying away. Belmont at Chattanooga. A lot of questions about this one in the chat mob. Good mid-major game here. Jim, Belmont's resume, not great. Losses to Furman, Lipscomb, Tarleton, Illinois State, Middle Tennessee. Whereas Nuga appears to be firing on all cylinders right now. Who do you like yeah. in this game? Nuga was fantastic last game. Their offense just like destroyed middle Tennessee. Stevens has been like, you can't call him an all American, I guess, because Chattanooga might not be a top 100 team, but he's, he's close. He's one of the best mid-major players in the country. They play through him. He's a great passer, rebounder, shooter, shot blocker, like you name it. He's good at it. Um, but Bel- this seems a little high, Matt. I-, I think Belmont is competent and they've, while not super impressive so far, I think we're getting Chattanooga on kind of a high value and Belmont's a little low. And I think they kind of trend closer together here. I lean towards Belmont on current spread. I like Nuga. Um, wow. I do. Yeah. I like the mocks here. I just think that Dan Earl talked about his team trying to, you know, get sorted out and it's fully formed mode. And I think we're starting to see that. I, they were awesome last game against Middle Tennessee. I know it was a tough spot for Middle Tennessee, but um the line's high, Kai. It's no bargain. Look, if you're looking to lay the points here with uh, with the mocks, but I think it's the right side today. I'm not as high on Belmont as I think you guys are. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't step in front of Nuga right now. They're firing on all cylinders. They just beat Middle Tennessee on the road by nine. This is a short travel for Belmont, about two-hour yep. drive. Um, they're always a dangerous dog. I mean, plus five usually for a Belmont game is, is a pretty good bet. But I also lean towards Chattanooga. They're more locked in. Also, key one in this game, Evan Brown's missed last game for Ooh, Belmont. That's massive. He's their he's their big guy. And if he's out against Jake Stevens, it's kind of like game over for Chattanooga. I can't, I don't know if he's in or out. Finding information's hard on mid-majors. Um, but he's a key guy to watch. If he's out, definitely leaning towards Chattanooga. 
Yeah. No, okay, I overlooked that. That's that's enormous against Stevens. Yeah. Like he he can have a more monster day than usual, even uh, without mm-hmm. him. And and Chattanooga got Dalvin White back last game. Their point guard, yeah. he looks pretty good. So yeah, different different health trajectories with these two teams. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Next game, Colorado State at St. Mary's. St. Mary's is dangerous, Matt. Oof. I'm not stepping in front of this team. Uh, normally, I would say this spread is too high, but we've seen the Gales handle some good teams, especially at home. And Colorado State, 0-2 against the spread and straight up on the road right now. Got smoked by Colorado. We were all on the Rams in that game. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, no take. I, I think the line's high, but then Colorado <laughs> State's defense really concerns me. Um, I think St. Mary's can control the, the paint here, go inside out, do what they do. Um, yeah, Colorado State's weird. Just I think we're kind of waiting for them to start clicking now with Mr. Stevens back in the, the fold. But what he's played four games, three against D1 teams, and they are one and two against the spread. You're right, last two. Um, pretty bad efforts, like objectively terrible efforts. So, yeah, stay away from me, Jim. They're an outright terrible defensive team. They have no size. They have no strength. They don't have like any sort of beef in the paint that gets rebounds or protects the rim. This feels like St. Mary's can kind of cut them apart. These two have played the last two seasons. Two years ago, they played at St. Mary's and Colorado State scored 33 points. It was like a disgusting, pathetic effort. Um, Colorado State got revenge last year at altitude, but I think back in Moraga, this is probably the Gales game, Kai. It it is a little high, so I'm not like excited about laying it with St. Mary's, but there's no way I'm touching Colorado State here. Yes, I agree. Uh, Lean towards St. Mary's, though the number is kind of high. Next game, last game. Tarleton State makes the rundown. They're at Air Force. Jim, Tarleton is famously tight-lipped about player status. You cannot get any information out of Billy Gillespie. So we have no clue if Freddie Hicks or Ja'Cory Smith are in or out. That's basically the handicap. So I don't think you can yep. bet Tarleton if you don't know that. Um, and Air Force is the fourth best home court per Kempom in the country. Who do you like in this game? If either of those guys are out, I I love Air Force. I think they've been awesome with Corbin Green since he's become like an actual featured part of the offense. He missed the first four or five games, but like awesome interior freshman gives them scoring inside. And despite being Mr. Babyface, Jake Hybreeder has been fantastic for them. Yeah, credit or credits due. Yeah. And Matt, like this with Tarleton, seriously, if Hicks is out, like that is their offense. Their offense is, hey, Hicks, you drive and get to the free throw line, please. And mm-hmm. If he's out, like that is a major, major problem for them. So I will be hawking the lineup here. And if they're out, I'll back Air Force. I just can't believe Air Force is like Nick Jackson was like their best player two years ago. Now he's just a nobody. Like they've just, it kind of is evidence that the talent is just better now. Um, kind of shockingly, I didn't think like there'd be some massive talent wave rolling through Air Force under Joe Scott. Like it just seems very, um, random but they've kind of leveraged that into a new tier for this team like i they're just playing way above where i thought they would i think this line's too high uh if the uh the texans were fully healthy i'd be tempted to back them but my whole initial rant was just like i need to respect this air force team so i'm not going to fade them end of story okay uh yeah i mean tarleton's among the scrappiest dogs in the country it's going to be a really ugly game i would not watch this game there's going to be a million free throws like it, both teams have high foul rates and both teams get to the free throw line at a high rate. So I actually thought about the under and I got off of it because of this fact, I think there's going to be like 40 free throws. And that's just the worst type of situation when you're bet- when you're betting an under guys constantly getting fouled, hate it. Uh, I'm staying away as well. If those guys are out air force minus three is a bargain though. So if you want to bet this game, check the lineups. 
Chat mob part two. What do we got? Uh, going to Matthew first from Ryan A. Alcorn at Seattle. Your Red Hawks, Matthew. Uh, are you interested in them coming off a, a pretty sad second half effort at Oregon State? Uh, no, I don't like fading Alcorn under any circumstance, especially they've actually had like a week off between games now. Like they had a week off after the Tennessee game where they got beat by 54, took SIU to the wire. Um, I can see them taking sales to the wire here. It's just what Alcorn does. They're the, you know, they're kind of the, the Tarleton of last year. Like they're like the ultimate cockroach right now. Yeah. Tough, tough to put them away. I'm, I'm annoyed because whenever I bet against Seattle, Cam Tyson hits 10 threes and last game he, when I bet on them, he had like four points. That's, yeah. That, come on. Cam, give me, give me like l- l- go look at all corns player page. Like they have different guys out every game. It's insane. It doesn't matter who plays. They're going to be fine. Uh, Kai Rhode Island at Georgia state from Abram Ganey here. Mm-hmm. Two teams that have been tough to figure out. Georgia State, maybe the worst three-point shooting team in the entire country. Jermaine Mann yeah. missed last game with illness. Do you have anything on this one? No, I, I don't like either team. I don't like putting my money on either team, should say. Uh, minus two, two. I would normally lean towards Rhode Island here, but that team has not looked uh, very good this season. Georgia State really can't trust. It's the ultimate stay away from me, Jim. Yeah, those two, both, both are just hideous. Uh, mm-hmm. Matthew from Scott H., Bill and Mary – it's headed to UMBC, kind of a local game here in the DMV area. UMBC has been kind of a rocket ship lately. Any thoughts on this one? I thought it was a big number. Uh, man, Bill and Mary's good, though. What, six and a half? That's too high, isn't it? It's way too I think high. so. It felt high. Didn't bet well, it. Well, Mary high. roster is, like, kind of decent, and they've actually played better. Like, they're not they the better. bottom 20 team in the country like they were last year. UBC uh, could just win by 40 a lot. I, I hate going against them. I just, yeah. uh, that's that's that Jim Ferry, like play fast, watch yeah. a bunch of threes, and sometimes they yeah. all go in, and it's terrifying. Right. Uh, we are going to table Detroit at Eastern Michigan. That's going to come up in best bets in a second. I know Matt and I have revealed ours, but Kai is, is in that game, so I don't want to give it away quite yet. But Kai, what about Southern at UAB? I kind of feel like UAB is a, a very good big favorite against sort of inferior yep. teams. Southern, we're annoyed with Southern because they fouled for two straight minutes against Youngstown State in the final minute. But uh, um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think with the Blazers? Southern's an incredibly tough team, but it is hard to stay with UAB if you like to run and Southern likes to run. They like to get out in transition. If this game is 75 plus possessions, UAB could blow them out. Um, 19 points is a lot. Southern's good. I'm staying away. Just kind of a word of warning that this could be a blowout. Yeah, that definite, definite stay away from me. Uh, Matthew, Western Michigan, who has not gotten Mr. B. Artist White this year, and I think I've been irrationally high on them to to my detriment. They are headed to Iowa State, who's actually been really good as a big favorite because you can't score against them. Leg Show is asking about this one. Do you have an opinion? Feels like Iowa State smashes here. Just, yeah, Western Michigan is a complete train wreck without a stable backcourt, and until B. Artist White gets healthy, they won't have a stable backcourt. So, Yep, agreed. Uh, Kai, LIU, a team that has been horrendous this year. They are going to James Madison, who's kind of murdered every bad team they played. Someone asked about the first half on this game. I think that sounds kind of appealing because we saw LIU kind of crash down without uh, Queon Burns got hurt last game. I think he's pretty important. Yeah, I've faded LIU a lot of times this year. I have not won the last couple of times I've done it, so I'm kind of done doing it. Um, 29 point spread. These spreads are really tough to get involved with because there's a lot of variance that happens at the end of games. Teams can pull starters. They can just take the, their uh, their their foot off the gas. I'm not getting involved. James Madison should win by 30. 
but I'm not touching it. Kai, Kylian Mbappe just tied the World Cup final 2-2. Wow, final how tennis. exciting. So I know you hate soccer, but it's wow. pretty electric two right to now. Two-to-two, a high-scoring <laughs> game of soccer. Two-to-zero, worst lead, in, worst lead in soccer right there, man. Uh, uh, I just Matthew, have so many ties to Argentina and France. Uh, you, do, you do love them. Who do, do I like? Uh, okay, okay. you speak German and you love Germany. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew, <laughs> yeah, you Cleveland would be all about Germany. Is... They were, you would all 100% be waving the red, black, and gold if Germany was in this guy. I don't want to hear it from you. That's Jim, continue cleveland state is going way west to toyola marymount yeah i wanted game. to back lmu here because i think these teams doing this one-off weird travel is like auto fade but lmu had the situation earlier against morgan state and they did not cover they looked pretty bad in, in doing so and cleveland state's kind of feisty so what, what, what do you think yeah i like lmu here i don't love it i think the number is a little bit high and cleveland state has been impressive uh, as a dog in some spots but you're right this does feel like a game they crack just don't have enough confidence in it to lay it. Yep. Uh, Kai, another one out West Cal, arguably the worst power conference team in the country. Now that Louisville's on a two game winning streak. How about that? Two game winning streak for the cards. Uh, They're at Santa Clara today. Not a lot of travel, but Santa Clara can score and Cal cannot. Yeah. I didn't keep to my word. I was going to keep fading Cal till they covered a spread. And I didn't do that today. I think Santa Clara is the right side. I did not take it. Yeah, they went bananas from deep last game. I think they hit like 14 of 26 from three. Mm-hmm. If they do that against Cal, they will win by a lot. Uh, all right, that is it for chat mob other than Detroit Eastern Michigan, which, Kai, you have a take on. for. I sure do, guys. I'm taking Detroit as my best bet. Um, yes, I do hate Eastern Michigan. I, I will never I will not back them a single time the rest of the year. Uh, does that play into this? It might. I see the lines at four and a half now. Bet Rivers kind of sucks. I wanted four, but that's okay. They're the way better team. Uh, they just are. They're way better coached. Um, they're way more cohesive. Trust them a lot more. Could Eastern Michigan get hot and stick around? Yes, absolutely. High variance, very scary. But I think Detroit gets it done here. They're going to score 90 points. The travel is nothing. It's like a 30-minute drive, something like that for Detroit. Don't think that's going to be a factor. So Detroit Mercy Titans minus four and a half. Eastern Michigan is horrendous defensively. They're yep. so bad. Uh, to recap, my best bet was New Mexico minus two and a half in the Patino Bowl. I think it's tough travel for Iona. Still no Quinn Slazinski in that one. I, I think New Mexico's up. Pretty good crowd. Uh, like the Lobos. Matthew, your best bet. Bite on USC. Um, just looking to fade Auburn here in a tough cross-country travel spot. Um, just you don't trust that backcourt, especially when one of their key pieces may not be uh, in the lineup or even 100% today. So, yeah, I like the uh, the Trojans and their interior length up front. Love it. And that I'm concludes our show, Mr. <laughs> Thus concludes our show. Thank you to Bet Rivers. Thank you to Field 68. We are back tomorrow, folks. That's right. We're going to keep this show streak going with a show on Monday. It is at noon central. We'll see you then. Good luck on your bets. If you're into soccer, good luck with whatever foreign country you're rooting for, France or Argentina, whatever. Who cares? We'll see you tomorrow. College basketball. Yeah. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. 
Use promo code SPRING at LittletonCoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.